It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast. We're talking to Hayley Mitchell from Mitchell PT. Hayley, welcome to the Real Estate Podcast. Thank you for having me. Hey, you know, a lot of our listeners have rental properties. Uh, Some elect to self-manage these properties. Others have companies and people doing that aspect for them. And it's always a crossroad for owners who say to themselves, oh, you know what, I want to save money and do all of this myself. And then once they get into it, suddenly that inspirational idea of saving money can quickly turn into a what the hell have I done sort of a moment. And so property management, it's a diverse and busy role requiring a lot of different skill factors to fluently manage a wide variety of different properties. So I thought, Hayley, let's break down a a little bit of the DNA code of what a property manager's role and job is. Yeah, it's a really interesting one. I've been in real estate myself for 23-ish years, I think now. Um, And I, I think back to when I started and I've always been a property manager. I've never worked in sales. And I had a typewriter when I started, you know, I had film in a camera. Um, If we wanted to do an ad for a property, we would type it up on the typewriter and, you know, get the front photo of the property developed at the chemist down the road and then sticky tape it to the piece of paper in the window. And that was our ad. We look now to what we now do in real estate and it is so much different than what we did 20 odd years ago. And I think also one of the big changes is obviously the last couple of years and in particular in Victoria, we have had a full legislation change uh, early this year. So that's right in the middle of everything else that we're dealing with has been uh, throwing property managers into a bit of a spin. But I guess, you know, it's, it's a lot more, I think a lot of owners do think that property management's just collecting the rent and, you know, you go around, look at the property once or twice a year and that's kind of it. It There is so much more involved in what we do day to day. And when we get it right, and what I mean by getting it right, you know, you've got an awesome owner who looks after their property well and maintains it and you've got a fantastic tenant that pays their rent on time and there's never any issues. You know, that's our dream. That's what we want to achieve for, for all of our clients. But when it goes wrong, it can go wrong really quickly. And I think that that's when you need that specialist person in there that really has that intimate knowledge of the legislation and and all the rules so that they can make sure that the owners are protected and the property's protected as well. So, yeah, there's a lot more to it than just uh, collecting the rent and driving around the fancy car, I can tell you. And have you still got that typewriter and that camera that requires (laughs) film? No, I don't. I haven't worked at that agency in 20 years. I don't know if they've still got the typewriter in the film, but I would definitely hope not. There actually were something now, these old typewriters and oh. these uh, these film cameras, and particularly for young ones because they're kind of like, 
what is that? How, how does that work? You you say yeah. you put this this bit of celluloid across it and it takes a photo? Oh, <laughs> it's crazy. And the, the funny thing is that, you know, 20-odd years ago, we were able to manage maybe, you know, 200, 250 properties effectively. And we actually did it quite well. And if you said to a property manager now, hey, you're going to manage 200, 250 properties, you'd never help hire anyone. Um, <laughs> so it's really interesting. We've got all the technology now and, and all the assistance that we need to actually do the job right. But we're actually managing half the size portfolios that we used to. And in a lot of cases too, we're actually charging less fees than what we used to. It's just crazy. So it's very, it's a very, very different uh, market than it used to be. You know, it's a really interesting point that you do bring up there because we were almost doubling back in the day, we were almost doubling down on the way that we were doing it. Like it was almost like fool's proof. Whereas now because of computers, it's like it's an easy option and things can get missed, you know, with people on computers yeah. as opposed to back in the day, like you had the old Rolex, you know, with the card system, I'm mm. guessing is what you were dealing with back then. It's all physically written down, right? You know, yeah. can't just disappear. That's right. Very, very different. We did. We used to um, make notes on the files. So we all had paper files and you'd write every bit of correspondence in the little box on the front of a file. So you'd pick up the paper file and you'd have all your notes in there from everything you'd been doing. So yeah, it's just, ugh, I, I love it though, because I look back and think, wow, you know, how far this industry has come in such a short period of time. I think, Hayley, we might be showing our age a little bit here, wouldn't you? <laughs> I think so, definitely. And under COVID, property management has had to adapt and pivot to be able to face challenges of both delivering the property management service and being mindful of the times that we now live in. So what are some of the changes that have taken place over the last 18 months? I think the biggest change was there was a real uh, push when COVID first kicked in because one of the issues was that a lot of these agencies were not set up to work remotely. Uh, they still had a whole lot of paper files within the office. They um, didn't have the technology or the systems and procedures in place to act actively manage properties from home. So all of a sudden, you know, you put in a group of property managers working at home by themselves, which is very isolating. And we didn't have the technology to actually manage properties properly. So there was a real push and a scramble for people to actually get different software. You know, things like doing remote routine inspections, you know, we want to still make sure that we're doing routines, but you can't go into people's properties uh, during lockdown. So I did see a massive shift in that time with people just implementing systems and procedures and software, which was really good because it actually moved our industry forward really quickly. So there were a lot of people that have always sort of sat on the fence and said, oh, we'll get around to it, we'll get around to it. And all of a sudden it was like, you have to do it now or we can't actively do our jobs. So I think that uh, the industry won't go back to what it was before. I think everyone's really stepped forward. Um, one of the other big changes, obviously, in Victoria, uh, March this year, we did have a massive change of legislation. We had 132 changes that came through. And from that, in the middle of COVID, when we're trying to deal with, you know, people that are struggling financially and suffering hardship to have all of these 
changes come through at the same time was a real challenge for the industry. And from that, unfortunately, a lot of property managers did leave the industry. And I think that one of the big shifts or problems that we're going to have moving forward is actually getting and attracting that talent back to the industry um, over the next few years. So I think it'll be really interesting times. Did you say 132 changes? Yeah, on uh, 29th of March, they all kicked in. And, you know, a lot of the changes made sense. But a lot of them were actually at a quite significant financial cost to landlords as well. So at the time when you're suffering and, you know, your Mm. landlord might have been out of work or your renter hasn't been paying the full rent, and then all of a sudden, you know, we're saying, hey, by the way, you've got to get this done, this done, this done. It's going to cost you this much money. It was really bad timing for a lot of um, clients. Perhaps the bureaucrats had too much time at home with isolation and started thinking, right, where can we make some changes? Because that seems like an awful lot of changes to all sort of happen quite quickly. Yeah. And look, we were meant to have it in place. Well, they've been talking about putting the changes in place for years and the bill was passed in 2018. So we knew it was coming. It was meant to kick in on the 1st of July 2020. And they put it off to the 29th of March 2021, which was the day after the moratorium on evictions ended. So, you know, we kind of went from the old legislation to the COVID legislation to the new legislation all in about an eight-month period. So, yeah, it's been, um, let's say, the most challenging time that I've seen in my career. Hey, Hayley, really great to talk. And thank you so much for coming on and explaining all of that uh, to the Real Estate Podcast. No problem. It's been great. Thanks for having me. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.